0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Higher Points. Uh, I'm in here in the studio with my buddy Nate Hyatt and my kids, Alexander and Brooklyn. And we're coming at you with a to the point where we just kind of take a quick 20, 30, 40 minutes if we get onto a long tirade just to kind of just give you some thoughts that have been bouncing around our mind and some things that have been going on in our life. And so to get that started, Nate and I have been talking a lot this week about culture when it comes to you know employment and where people work and that kind of stuff and uh you know it's been one of those things where i think it's easy for people to get into the mindset of you know everybody's leaving our company because you know we don't pay na- enough right like when when you see all these people that are leaving the like mcdonald's and the applebee's and the long john silver's and the village ends and stuff like that everybody equates that to money mm-hmm. and so i think that's in that whole inherently flawed, because while money is important, don't get me wrong, right? You get money paid makes a it lot work.
1: of money and still be miserable. And yeah, your job.
0: and still want to leave your job for a job that pays less. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Cameron, you know, he took an eleven dollar an hour cut and pay to go work at the Rice County Sheriff's <laughs> Office because he wanted to be a cop. That's what he wanted to do. What did he do beforehand? He worked at the prison. He oh, was a okay. master sergeant at the prison. So that that fully like. Makes sense as to why that fully you know, proves our point now that's not saying that like everyone does that right mm-hmm. um but it's one of those things where um where if if you if if I, like for instance like when you get a manager that is being hired at mcdonald's right they aren't necessarily uh like, they're, they're not being hired at Coke Industries. They're a manager at McDonald's, right? So they're, they may have some management experience, but they probably likely don't have a bachelor's or anything like that. So when people are getting managed by somebody like that, it's maybe not necessarily the best. And so that's why kind of people are like leaving, right? You mm-hmm. know, the, the management culture and kind of how things are you going. Get, you
1: give someone a little bit of power and they just typically, they take off and run with it and they're not going to treat people the way they need to be treated sometimes.
0: And, you know, it's one of those things where um, I think it's interesting because you and I spend a lot of time on this podcast thinking about that introspective look and that introspection, right? Mm -hmm. Of we are all about that whole, like, we've got to identify some things that we think that we're doing wrong and we need to fix and we need to do better. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that's not uncharacteristic or unrealistic for, you know, not only employees to do it for, but I think managers should be taking a key look at that as well more, of
1: more. I think managers should be doing that more than the employees. Should. Yeah.
0: You know, taking that key look at it of, okay, so, you know, X, Y, and Z is happening. Let me take a look at, you know, maybe why X, Y, and Z is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, if it's one of those things where you have, you know, a multitude of people that have left in a short period of time, especially a lot of people that have, You know, you know, decades or at least a decade or so of experience. Um, you know, you have a lot of institutional knowledge that's walking out the door. When I say institutional knowledge, I'll paint that picture in the sense of we had a water leak in Sterling uh, Monday, and one of the guys that works on the city he wasn't there because he'd taken vacation that day, but he was able to say, "All right, from the curb, measure in five feet, start digging, boom, that's where that's at." And while there's probably a map right there's there's a map somewhere that says that that guy pulled it up out of the recesses of his brain like i laid that pipe Sitting yeah
1: at home on the couch and he was able to <laughs> yeah. say oh yeah it's it's right here
0: <laughs> and they dug boom there it was right exactly where he said it was so you have like all of this institutional knowledge just walking out the door and when you take and you look at people as nothing more than a number right like you're like i'm trying to save money here i'm trying to save money there blah 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 and you know, you have that institutional knowledge walking out the door. You are sending an astronomical amount of money out the door Cause you've that you can never retrain. pay to get back.
1: I mean, just the the retraining for that position, you know, let alone like the next guy. He's going to have to dig four holes before he finds that one spot. You know, like he's going to spend an extra four hours on that job trying to fix that or trying to find that water
0: leak. Or even like just managing thing. a project like that. Let's face it, if you've got twenty years on the job, there are things that you have um that you have like figured out. You you've dug enough holes and fixed enough water leaks that it's like, here's the best practice way to get it done. They're gonna be more efficient. Mm-hmm. So again, if we look at this as nothing more than a math equation, which people are not a math equation, you know, you're also wasting time and money there. Um and you know I think it's a it's a problem with just the way that our world has come um there's really no um i guess what's the word I'm looking for uh
1: I don't no- think there's a whole lot of great leaders out there it, it, like i think there's a there's good leaders but like right now in management like with the um, the shortage of employees that we've got and I just feel like the leaders out there aren't leading in the right way and I feel like there needs to be an emphasis on leadership in these businesses because that I mean really your leaders are going to be what sets your culture and what sets your company up for success
0: when we really need to get out of that mindset of out with the old in with the new our society is built on that whole like okay your toaster broke your printer broke your computer broke your TV broke put it in the trash buy a new one yeah and I think we're doing that with people um, you've got people that, you know, have been at the job 20, 30, 40 years, whatever it is. And because maybe they don't necessarily align with exactly what you want or whatever, it's like, okay, out with the old, in with the new. I'm going to hire someone else that I can get that'll do the job. And, and, you know, it's also one of them things of it's, it, you know, you, you get those where you hire them into those management positions and they have zero experience at all in that specific realm of management. And I'm not yeah. saying that, you know, if there's a, if the person's right for the job, hire them. Right. That's what I'm getting at. But just because, you know, it's someone that's like your buddy or somebody that you like or whatever doesn't necessarily mean they're the right person for the, no. for the job. Sometimes that may be the case. I mean, by all means, like you're my friend. And if I had a management position that I needed to be filled, like obviously you have no experience as a cop, I probably wouldn't hire you for that. But if like if I were in a job or a business like a private business, I would hire you yeah, even though you're my friend because I know that you could do the job. Um, so I think that's kind of just the culture I think is what needs to shift. I don't think it's the money. I don't think it's the benefits packages money and that stuff's important and you do need to be competitive.
1: And when we say culture, we're not talking about like having birthday parties at work. Amen. (laughs) <laughs> or, Amen. you know, like celebrating, like, oh, his one year anniversary. That's not culture. Or a little competition. Or the,
0: hey guys, we're having a pizza party on Thursday. Yeah, that's, that, you know?
1: that's not culture. You know, your culture is like setting your core values and hiring and firing based on your core values. In my opinion, you know, like, you're not just going to fire someone right away if they don't line up with your culture. You know, you're going to train them to be in your culture and the way you want them based on your core values. And if they can't, Come into those core values and start working that way. That's when you let them go, you know. Um, But it needs to be based off of those values.
0: And I think that, uh, at least in my line of work, we have like a mission statement and everything. Um, And it's one of those things where, you know, you have core values and everything. But I think a lot of those expectations of what those core values in my line of work, in government, public sector, is set up by the uh citizens that make up the community Mm -hmm. you know if they're unhappy with the things that you're doing if they're unhappy with how you're doing things i think that you really need to take a step back and go okay so i have like you know of course you have like john q john q doe that comes in and he complains every day that guy probably doesn't carry a lot of weight right but when you have multiple people that are voicing their concerns, and they may not be voicing it in the right arena, but let's face it, small-town America, you can figure that out. It's time to take a step back. <laughs> Eventually, it'll get to the right arena. <laughs> yeah. It's time to take a step back. It's a time to say... Swallow some pride. You know, Yeah, I, I, made, I made some decisions that were less than probably right or amicable. And one of two things needs to change. I need to change, or I need to be gone, or the people that are there that maybe I put into place need to change or they need to be gone, you know, because when things were going exceptionally well prior to your presence or prior to the pleasant presence of those that you put into leadership positions and everything went to shit afterwards, uh, it certainly wasn't the people that have been there for 10, 15, 20 years, you know? So there's a lot to that culture. And you Uh, know,
1: like with a good leader, you know, a good leader has a very healthy amount of self-reflection and they can look at themselves in the mirror and say, hey, you know, here's where I messed up in this area. Here's where I need to be better. Um, here's where maybe some of my leaders can be better. Um, and it's just, I don't know, that healthy self-reflection needs to happen a
0: lot. And I, I, would, I would, gosh, you can't even imagine the level of respect I would have. For someone that that I do have, because they've done it, even you and I have done it with each other, of like, I messed up, made a mistake. I did, and I own it, but here's how I'm going to fix it. Yeah. And I, and I can't tell you how much that I respect that, because let's face it, bro, I've got write-ups in my file that prove that I messed up, but I owned every single one of them, and I've done my best not to do them again.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: So, as we mentioned earlier, my children... Well, two of my three children are in the room with us.
1: They're squirming. They're, and, they're yeah. fidgeting with everything. They're they're ready to talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're they're doing their best to try to stay there and be quiet. They're doing hand signals to each other, trying to talk and everything the like that.
2: keywords. So. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you that.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. So we'll get to that. So don't worry. So the reason that I asked Nate if he was okay if we brought them on was because uh, so being a father is so multifaceted. Being a father and a husband. You know, there's there's more to the equation than just, like, what you see in the book of, like, here's how you parent your children, here's how you're present, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yesterday, my wife was telling me some concerns that these two had with me being gone at a strongman contest all day. And so one of the concerns was dad never goes and, like, does anything with us because they'd gone to an air show. Right, Brooklyn? Yeah. And so she'd mentioned that to my wife and then my wife brought it to me. And so I had to do a little bit of that healthy self introspection. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, my kids are talking about this. This is what I need to do to fix it. And so, uh, you know, we hung out all all day today and of course it's not just one day. Right guys. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, one thing that we talked about on the way here was that being a dad, and I think it's important, you know, as a father. To not only show Alexander what it's like to be a father should he choose to have children, but also to be a husband to a wife should he choose to get married, and also to show young Miss Brooklyn what it's like to have a man treat her the right way, and also, you know, what he should be doing, assuming that they decide to have kids, which she's, she's not comfortable with that subject. So we won't talk about that because we've tried, <laughs> but I've told her what to look for. So like, like for instance, what's one of the things that you like, you need to look for in a boy first? What does he need to?
2: They love God more than me.
0: Yeah. And why is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot there. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of spaces that God can fill that he can't, right? Mm -hmm. And then he just kind of helps complete that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so one of the things that Alexander and I have talked about. So what are the three Ps that we learned from Ryan Mickler?
2: Protect, provide, and preside.
0: Okay. So give me an example of what it means to protect your family.
2: Mm. Say like.
0: What do I carry every day on my hip? A gun. Okay, is that one way I could protect the family? Yeah. Okay, give me another way that doesn't include violence that I can protect the family, or that you could. What's one way I protected you when you got yourself into a little bit of trouble a while ago?
2: Um, when I stole, uh huh, my dad didn't um stay on work. He kind of be um came home, did his parenting thing instead of like, um, being like. Me all oh, like oh like you did this, that's bad, you're you're going away.
0: Then did I put you in handcuffs and hand you over to the officer? No. As a matter of fact, when the officer read you Miranda and said you have the right to remain silent, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law, what did I tell you to tell that officer?
2: Um, for a lawyer.
0: Yeah. Around we, the court. Yeah, we weren't gonna say anything until a lawyer was present, right? Yep. So for me, like that's why you see on my Instagram <laughs> you see God, husband, father you know, strong man, cop, like that's, that's or cop, strong man. That's like how my, you know, how my, uh, things like are in my mind. So, Mm -hmm. um, just say it. What? Oh, you have to go to the bathroom. This is just a really fantastic time to do that. (laughs) Well, we're almost done. So just, you can wait. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So like Brooklyn. So one thing that we didn't talk about in the car is, so why did it, why did you feel like I never do anything with you?
2: Because you're always busy at work, and every time I want to hang out with you, it feels like you're ignoring me.
0: Okay. How about you? How do you feel about it?
2: Um, I didn't really say that. I just, um, like, I understand, like, when I try to play games with you, you're like, oh, I'm busy, and I understand. It's not like, oh, he doesn't love me, because you have to deal with Eli, because he's got his own problems, and you have to deal with my problems and Brooklyn's problems. And so. my
1: problems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, what were what were some of the things that we discussed on the way over here? Like, what what are some of the reasons that I am at work all the time, baby girl? What to, do you think?
2: To protect the town from bad guys.
0: Okay. So I have a. So who? What? What puts the gas in the truck for us to make the trip to Hutch that we did today? Money. Okay. And how does Dad make that money? By working. Okay. Can you sit hard. closer to the mic so everybody can hear you?
2: By working hard.
0: Okay. And so um, while it is important, I mean, I still do, Alex, play video games with you, right? That happens. Yeah. Okay. I'm not and saying I still, you don't. Brick, Brooklyn, you get to ride around with me. You do college doors, and I take you out for yeah. drinks and ice cream. That still happens, right? Right?
2: Not the ice cream part much, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not like you have to be there every second for us. I, I understand. you got to go to work to, like, provide for us because like food and water we need that
0: yeah and so um, and a home and a bed yeah so we talked Mm -hmm. about protect alex what's a way to preside do you remember what preside was no oversee look like guide when i was talking to you about how i had to go to work to pay the bills Mm -hmm. that was way that was a way to preside Preside. well was a way to provide Mm -hmm. actually but um but presiding is kind of like when i give you i hear you hang on um when i give you advice right Mm -hmm. okay so brooklyn what'd you have
2: like god presides us because if we need help we just pray and he presides us
0: yeah god does preside over our life you're right (laughs) um okay and then the last thing um provide what is a way to provide we already talked about one
2: Mm, providing just like the gas thing and mainly like providing would be like putting dinner on our table like I have really wanted a dog for a long time, so you provided that. No, we, you, me, and Eli put our money together, and they helped with the rest. Yeah, so part of that providing oh, too yeah. is
0: what What are you wearing on your face right now? Um, glasses. How, do those cost money? Yes. Yeah, what's on your teeth right now? Braces. Yeah, and those cost a lot of money. A lot, of money. <laughs> a and, lot of money. And also the um, and yeah, you broke your arm. My arm. You're, you're <laughs> an expensive kid. Yeah, <laughs> Pro- providing <laughs> providing for you is hard. Yeah. And so, baby girl, what about those clothes that you're wearing? Actually, that shirt, you did we end up paying for it? No, you? she paid for it. Okay, got you. But like the clothing that you're wearing, the food, like, the hairspray that you put in your hair today.
2: Man, where are her shoes?
0: And yeah, your, your janky shoes that you're wearing, you know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, So does it mean that, like, I don't want to be with you guys? No. no. Right. So we talked today about how the Strongman Contest is something that I'd been preparing for for at least the very last eight weeks.
2: Yeah, but then you, like, planned it for the past, I think you said Yeah, it had been
0: planned for a year. And so the air show that was in lines that you guys went to, I wasn't able to, like, I wasn't going to cancel on a commitment that I already made. Yeah, because if I tell somebody I'm going to be there, I'm going to do the same thing. And I tell you guys the same thing too. Like when you guys want to mow lawns, right? Yeah. yeah. If you tell somebody you're going to do it, do you ever get out of it? No. Nope. nope. Never. Especially
2: right? Chores. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, you don't know, you didn't commit to those, but I just you just got told you were he <laughs> do those. Yeah. He committed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I That's that's why you
1: had kids so you guys could do the chores around the house.
2: It's not like like My mom does the dishes. It's not like 8 weeks before you said, "Oh, the air show's coming on. Um maybe I shouldn't. I should spend time with my kids." You're like, "You didn't even know until like it happened. Like you were already prepared and everything. I don't think you just Give in all of that and just go with us. I mean, you worked hard for that.
0: Yeah, so I think it's important to remember that you know it, there's there's more to the equation than just you guys, right? Although mm-hmm. you are important, and the one thing that we did discuss was like for instance, Alex, when you got in trouble, right? Yeah, I didn't stay at work, did I? No, I came home and I was a dad to you. Yeah, yep. But there are times that like I'm gonna choose something over you, okay? Yeah, right. Makes sense, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. That makes sense so the reason that i kind of wanted to do this to wrap this all up to have this conversation is is um i wanted to encourage the kids i always tell them to kind of step out in faith and there's two things and
2: also be the example yeah
0: stop Uh, you're ruining my point (laughs) you're ruining it okay so brooklyn got one so hang on a second alex (laughs) (laughs) So, every time I take you guys to school, I tell you two things. Brooklyn, what was one of them? Say it.
2: Be the example. Okay,
0: Alexander. Listen to your teachers. Yes. So, listen to your teacher and be the example. It's the same thing I tell you every time I take you to school. Mm -hmm. And you guys get out of the van, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, the reason I wanted to do this is because by being the example, I wanted to encourage you guys that when other kids that are in your class or close to you in age are struggling with these hard conversations. because. The conversation we had today wasn't necessarily fun or easy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we had it, didn't we? Yeah. And we were able to work some things out. Yeah. Nate and I talk a lot about having hard conversations. Yeah. And we just had one today, right? Yeah. And do you guys feel better after it? Yeah. Do you think that it would have made you feel better had we not? No. Or do you think you would have still kind of not understood or held still down? Still kind of, the of like, not
2: understood. Yeah. It, it helped. I didn't. I didn't really say any of those things then i wasn't very like happy because i wanted to play video games with my friends so like i i didn't really mean that i just like didn't want to be there i wanted to play video games and everybody's
0: different too right yeah you know eli is different than both of you and you're different than eli and each other so it just depends on what you guys want yeah okay so And also, if there are any kids that were listening to this, I wanted to be able to encourage them to, you know, step out and maybe have some hard conversations with their parents. Yeah. And let them know how they're feeling. And, and, you know, hopefully their parents uh, do the same thing and have that healthy self introspection that we just got done talking about and maybe kind of change things.
1: The worse it gets, you know, like you let that sit in the back of your mind and you get anxious from it and it's just better to get it off your chest and talk about it.
2: Yeah, like my separation anxiety, I just prayed to God. And you got to sit up, maybe. I just prayed to God, and he helped me stick through the tough times. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've talked about your separation anxiety on here before, so everybody that's been listening up to this point knows exactly what you're talking about. Can you believe that? <laughs> so see, even when you're not here, I'm still thinking about you and talking about you. <laughs> Just think, I'm letting the entire world know all the bad things you're doing.
2: Creeper, everybody
1: knows.
0: <laughs> well, hey guys, I thank you for stepping outside your comfort zone and coming in here. What'd you guys think of that?
2: Miss Calmly always makes us step out of her comfort comfort zone.
0: Yeah. So, what'd you think of it, baby girl?
2: I really, actually, really have no reaction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing because normally you can't, can't. I can't get you to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Alex, how about you? What'd you think?
2: Um, I mean, didn't really have a reaction. I mean, I was just like...
0: Was it as bad as you thought it was going to be? What did you guys think it was going to be weird or hard? I, or I was
2: kind of shy, but when there's, like, no one around, like, that's watching me that I don't know well, it... it I thought it was going to be, like a, like, a depressive mood in here, like, talk about, like... Uh, <laughs> just talk about <laughs> uncomfortableness.
0: It wasn't that bad, was it?
2: Nope. No, cool. it wasn't really that bad.
0: All right, Papa Nate... You want to take it away and wrap <laughs> us up?
1: Yep. Uh, did we do an outro on the last one? I don't think we did. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I did. Well, well, guys, thanks for uh, listening to the higher points. Um, hope you enjoyed this short little episode that we just had. Um, go and uh, check out the website, our Instagram, Facebook, um, I think. Yep. Go check those out. and um, Give away. It'll be over after this one. Will it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll cut that out. That's what. That's what, yeah.
0: No, it'll be, it'll be on. Yeah, it'll release on the giveaway day. Will it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll edit so, that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make me restart the whole outro. <laughs> that's yeah. Can I go? Can I go Bye. I'm gonna restart on that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Higher Points. Um, We uh, appreciate you listening. Um, Go check out the website our Instagram, Facebook page. Give us a like. Leave us a review. You know, um, if you enjoy what we're talking about, um, just those reviews and stuff go a long way for us. You know, share it with your friends, family. Um, We're just trying to get our message out and just we're everyday people having everyday conversations. And we are... uh, just hoping that one of these conversations we have helps someone somewhere. Um, thanks for listening and hope you guys have a good day.
0: Catch up with you next time.